0: Hi, this is Sci-Fi Talk, the podcast on how sci-fi, fantasy, horror, and comics help us explore our humanity.
1: Welcome to the Memorial Day Podcast
0: Marathon featuring a variety of episodes. Batman's Soul of the Dragon is for older fans like me. It's a trip back to 1974 and giving some heroes of that period their due. Today on The Cave, I have some of the talented voice cast. David Gentoli voices Batman and Bruce Wayne. Like Batman to me kind of has a little bit of an edge on this. Very subtle, but it's there. Uh, Was that something that you were directed to or... Did that kind of leap out a little bit at you when you read the script?
2: Oh, I mean, I did everything the directors told me to do. (laughs) Um, I I think that uh, Batman has an edge, uh, in, in my view anyway. I think he is a guy who is extremely unsettled in his core and uh damaged and angry in his core due to his obvious events as a young kid uh that he witnessed and lived through. So he, he's a guy with an edge. He can be charming. Bruce Wayne can be extremely charming. But there's a deep, dark secret in there, and we all know what it is. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm glad that came out because that should certainly be on the page. But again, when we're doing voiceover you're really you're performing without any of the actors you've read the script but you're not hearing the script when you're you're just going in there saying your line going your next line saying it so i relied on wes leeson and sam lou to kind of direct me and uh kind of keep me right on tone
0: there is more sci-fi talk so stay tuned an actor who i've always admired kelly hugh is lady shiva with that sword. Talk about an actor connecting and owning this character. You were born to play Lady Shiva, let me tell you.
1: (laughs) Thank you. This was fun. This was a particularly fun Lady Shiva um, because she was so, uh, how do you say, sarcastic. Yeah. and, 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 And just such a badass. You know, it's like, I always get to play these badass roles, but this one was written in a really fun way. Oh, major badass, major badass,
0: <laughs> and a, and a bit of a scene stealer at times. I thought too.
1: Thank you, <laughs> thank you. I I don't even have that much to say in in it, but um, but yeah, they they really made me look like uh, really cool. So much cooler than I would ever be in real life. <laughs>
0: Mark Dacascos from John Wick Three voices Richard Dragon. Richard Dragon. Yes, sir. Talk talk about uh, you know voicing him. A very cool character, by the way.
3: Ah, uh, thank you so much. I had a blast. You know, when I was reading the script, when I was reading the script, <clears throat> you know, I don't think uh, I, I know that I've I've not had a cooler, exciting, sexier, funnier introduction as a character as Playing Richard Dragon, um, you know what I'm talking about. right? I won't give any spoilers, oh, yeah. but yep. I mean, like, hello. By the time he announces his name, he's lived a whole life or two, <laughs> and uh, you know it, it cracks me up every time. Uh, so I, I, I love this guy. He's 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 deep, you know, um, emotionally connected, uh, aware, has a, has a sense of humor, is still... Is loyal. Uh, I love this guy. I want to be this guy in real life, but I don't think I have the, the tools. <laughs> but but I would want to be this guy.
0: Michael Jai White, who was Spawn and appeared in Dark Knight, adds his talent to Ben Turner after playing him in live action. Ben Turner, Bronze Tiger, man, I I was talking to uh, you know the writer just the, last week, and we both agreed you own this guy. Oh wow, that's nice. Thank you. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. What I really liked about Ben, and and, and there's a moment in the flashbacks where you get to see his humanity a little bit. Talk about you know playing that scene and voicing that scene. So important to kind of round out the character that way.
2: I I, I try to root it root these characters in reality, of course. And I come from a background is not that different. So, I it's just something I kind of grew up in and connected with.
0: His relationship with Bruce Wayne is interesting. Uh talk about that a little bit, especially as told in the flashbacks. They kind of got off to a rough start, but uh there's some respect there.
2: It, it was really cool. I liked how it was written because you know, Ben came off almost like you know, a bad guy uh until you find out there was some intention under underneath that and uh, I think a real um authentic um, kind of tone that was set for those movies back in the seventies and how life was back then it It wasn't as politically correct as it is now, and i I applaud the writers for capturing that, so some things that we you see a little bit more from uh a contemporary standpoint as, as a little rough around the edges um but it's it's actually you know it, it actually it depicts a a time where things were tougher and be tougher on uh your 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 foes and your friends
0: getting back to the seventies vibe with david gentoli i i love the diversity of the cast and to really bring back these 70s heroes and 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 set it in that time period uh what was really cool was the 70s vibe of the piece and everything set in 74 Amen. did you get a yeah. sense of that when you were recording to kind of stay yes. in, in that zone
2: yeah um that's uh, a, a great question um you know, obviously the script is written in the style of, uh you know, a 70s-era kung fu movie. Um, but you don't know exactly the level at which you're supposed to play into that until you get into sound movies. And um, I had two kind of creative directors there with me, Sam and Wes, and they, you know, uh, helped guide me. Uh, a lot of the lines could be very tongue-in-cheek if you wanted to do them so, and sometimes we did, sometimes we didn't. They were very—they uh, were very smart in having me pull back some of the humor here and there. And having seen the movie now, finally, uh, they were so right. You know, they have to—you want to keep Batman as this kind of dark and Bruce Wayne as a potential very dark person. So let the humor come from the other characters and let uh, Batman be in darkness.
0: Diversity is so prominent in this Soul of the Dragon. It's something I mentioned to Mark, and uh, I I have two uh, half-Asian nieces, so it's, it's so cool to have... Asian actors, voicing, voicing Asian characters, because that wasn't always the case in animation or otherwise. So I'm so glad they went in that direction.
1: I know. I know. Me too. I think it's really interesting um, that, that they're doing that, but I've, I've been really fortunate to be able to, to do this. I mean, I kind of just fell into voice acting. I guess it's maybe been 12, 15 years now that I started Mm -hmm. doing voice acting um, really, with like Phineas and Ferb, yeah. um, and that was like sort of my 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 big you know start. A lot of the characters uh, that I've been playing are Asian characters, and um, and I, I feel like there's just uh, more awareness now, um, you know, on camera and off. Yeah. Um, it, you know, this industry had to evolve, yeah. right, in in order to to stay relevant.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: And I'm so grateful to the filmmakers, our producers, our, our director for, uh, for giving me this opportunity. Um, so, yeah, uh, you know, Kelly, who as well. Yeah. We get to play, we're Asian and we get to play Asian characters, lead characters, uh, who have depth and talent and, uh, incredible skills. Just a joy to play, really.
0: Sci-Fi Talk returns in a moment. More on the 70s with Michael Jai White. What was it like to kind of play in that space? I know that in the booth you couldn't see all the stuff that was done later with the music and the clothes and everything. But was it easy to get into that mind space at all?
2: Yeah, for me, absolutely. Um, Let's not forget, I wrote Black Dynamite. That's right. And so that's very much a part of my upbringing I, even though um i was you know quite young i you know i wasn't um uh, i you know there there was i, I looked at these movies later on in, in vhs uh in the 80s uh but i i do remember uh late 70s and and those those movies really gave me the images that I wanted to become later on in life. Mm-hmm. When I was watching movies with Fred Williamson and Jim Brown, those became my heroes, and so they're, they're galvanized for me. So that that's kind of in my you <laughs> know those are like borrowed father figures for me. Yeah. So it, it's very clear um it, those references are are, are dead solid to me
0: you you are in a very rare group because you played Ben Turner live action and now animation uh that's nice to be able to play in both those
2: playlists. oh yeah, absolutely yeah um yeah it's a it's a, i guess it's a unique thing i think there's another yeah i've i've kind of played uh also jack. Yeah, um, in a couple of different iterations, and um, then I believe, oh yeah, I'm 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 also Blade. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> and a, and a, yeah, so so yeah, I'm kind of bouncing around uh, these these one name characters.
0: David Gintoli on voicing the Dark Knight. Now a lot of people have played Batman and have voiced him. When you went into you know record, did you kind of have to push them aside and say? This is mine, and go into it and not let him get into your head a little bit,
2: honestly, you're telling me now I didn't know that anybody else had played them <laughs> <This is heartbreaking. laughs> i can't can't tell you um no I, it, I had no you know i would seen some iterations of Batman uh, I kind of knew where this is just how dark he can go, so I had that in my head. I had no true preconceptions or kind of uh uh I didn't have to declutter my brain for this. <laughs> I really was given some uh license with the directors and uh they allowed me to do what I did and they'd see my work in Grim. Yeah. And they kind of liked that that gear I could go into mm-hmm. which was dark. In fact, Nick Burkhardt from Grim, the guy who I played. Yes you know. And, and, and Bruce Wayne have a similar past, you know, a real uh, core wound, and uh, you have to you're kind of the reluctant hero who who sacrifices a lot to to take care of uh, some of the bad in the world.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, he sure did. Both of them have definitely. Here's Kelly Hughes' take on Lady Shiva you're going in to play her, did you have an idea how to go based on the script? Or did you rely on Wes and maybe Sam to kind of guide you as to where to where to kind of zoom in on her?
1: I think I relied a lot on them. I mean, I had a general idea after reading the script. But you know, being that you're Everybody now is, is working out of their own homes. I, yeah. I mean, I don't know if any of the other actors went into studio to, to record, but I definitely am working and doing everything from home. Um, it's really sort of isolating, and you have to, you know, you're not with the other actors or, or you're not in the room with anybody else, so you really have to rely a lot on the direction from the, from the writers, producers, directors, and so, um, yeah, these guys really did a great job in 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 helping me get this lady Shiva and um, and 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 understanding like you know where she comes from, because you know when you're you're you don't get to be in the room with other actors, yeah. I think you you have to rely a lot on them.
0: I love the dynamic between Bruce Wayne and Richard Dragon. Here's Mark Dakakos Talk about. Uh... Bruce Wayne and and Richard D- Dragon's relationship a little bit.
3: You know, <laughs> I never would have thought that I would get the opportunity to play a character who is, you know, close friends with Batman. So <laughs> that <laughs> alone, check. I mean, I can't even say that without laughing. You know, I'm friends with Batman. <laughs> uh, you know, but it but it's fantastic because uh, both of these characters have a. Uh, a very strong moral compass and how they go about um you know a- 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 achieving their <clears throat> their tasks are, are are very similar in one way uh, and yet uh you know uh Richard Dragon doesn't go around wearing a mask.
2: So that's right
3: <laughs> you know doing doing his fighting. But they but but they're but they're connected because they have, um, they have, uh, you know, the same, so to speak, surrogate father sensei in James Hong. And, you know, their backstory with all of their training and years spent, you know, under his tutelage, um, bonded them like family. They're, they're, they're brothers, they're classmates, they're friends.
0: The vibe and the feel of this movie to me has an almost timeless quality. There was almost like a freshness about this movie that even though it was set in the 70s, it seemed they were still extremely cool.
2: Oh, absolutely. I think the 70s were the coolest times of, of in our history. I mean, even if you saw a commercial that depicted something cool, right, it, it would have 70s music behind it. <laughs> uh, any, any Something that's sexy, it'd have 70s music behind it. So... One of the reasons I love to do Black Dynamite is because I just thought that the 70s was the best time for for movies and music and, and style and where, you know, where, where our country was at the time. It was just such an amazing moment. People really found out who they were. You knew what side you stood on. You, you, um, you know, I think it was still... You know, America was, was were, were making amends at the time because you had to, you, you know, you, there's something that you live or die for. So I love things that depict that time because that's such a a a vibrant time for just everything.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, for African Americans, uh, musically, you were right. Some of the most incredible music came from that period that we're still listening to today, and Filmmakers were starting to kind of, you know, get their feet wet and really depict what the experience was at the time. And uh, it was it was really an incredible area of growth after the after the 60s. And uh, it was uh, to live through that was really quite an experience for me. Batman's Soul of the Dragon has a great 70s vibe and style and content, but the story still resonates today. It's great to chat with this diverse and talented voice cast. I want to see more of this team again. Get that combo pack to have a DVD or Blu-ray and a downloadable copy for On The Go. I'm Tony Tilato.